Good evening. I am the Bearded Menace, and he is the Teenage Terror, and this is Blenders in the Sky. Don't forget, you can always find us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, email us at blendersinthesky at gmail.com. Once again, that's blenders with a Z in the sky at gmail.com. Alright, so another special night here at Blenders in the Sky. We have the Big H. Oh my gosh, yeah. it almost makes it sound like you have HIV. That's what <laughs> we used to call it back in the 90s. Like, dude, my friend's got the Big H. And we got wow. the Bearded Menace. And the Big H is so pro, he is able to do a podcast while eating a drumstick. That's right, but not a drumstick like I play on the drum set. No, it is an ice cream. And he decided that he is so much better than everybody else that he can go ahead and get eat on mic. So here we are. <laughs> what are we talking about tonight, the big H? Well, first of all, I mean, on YouTube, people make lots of money for eating in front of a microphone. And I don't see why I can't do the same. I have never, ever liked one of those videos, just so you know. Yeah, but I'm sure other people have. Um, yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> you want to you want to talk about those videos? No. How about we no. talk about? Wow, how many earthquakes have there been in the last three days, four days? My guess, six. Okay, how many big earthquakes have there been? Wow. <laughs> My guess, three. Oh, dude, you nailed it. Oh, there really? was one off of Chile. There was one off of, I want to say Puerto Rico, but I know it's another South American country. Peru. It was Peru. Ha ha. And there was one in Australia. Pretty oh. weird. All in the circle of fire or the ring of fire, whatever they want to call it. Of course, I thought the ring of fire was something you got after you hung out with one of those girls over at the Rio, but that's okay. I thought it was the ring of death, What you get on your Xbox when you don't treat it right. Exactly. So, yeah, what do you think's going on with that? And then in, uh, I believe it is Spain, that volcano erupted and it's totally destroying the island of La Palma. It, here's my opinion. I think the Earth is mad. I think it's mad at us. I, th I think the all these random like birds falling out of the sky dead, the earthquakes, the volcanoes, the COVID mutating endlessly. I think the Earth just wants to get rid of some of us. You know, I watched an anime where all the birds fell out of the sky dead in the first episode. And, well, after that, aliens took over and turned everybody to stone for the next three millennia. So Is, is that Mr. Stone? Dr. Stone, yes. Dr. Stone. Yeah, so you see, you see where I'm coming from, right? Like, this isn't good. This cannot be good. Okay, one thing I have to make fun of today. Um, you may or may not know that America made some deal with Australia to help them make nuclear submarines, nuclear-powered submarines, because they can stay underwater longer, and, you know, they're more high-tech than the diesel ones France was making, so France was all butthurt. So they took their ambassador and said, Ambassador, you come home and you bring every French fry in America with you, which actually hurt because, you know, Americans do like French fries. However, today it looks like during the UN meeting, our current president spoke to the French president and now they're trying to make nice. What I hope was said was simply this. President Macron, if it wasn't for the US of A, you'd be speaking German right now. Suck it. That would be perfect. Yeah, all right. 
I mean, fair enough. I like pay, I like playing the power card. Yeah, we don't care. We'll get you back to Germany. How about that? Here, we'll call Putin. Hey, want to divide up France? You can have the Eiffel Tower. We'll have everything from the Rhine to the West. <laughs> well, you know, my friends and I were talking. Um, we were in a debate class, and we were discussing whether or not we should continue the wall. It was a touchy subject. I didn't talk much. Yeah, well... I decided that we shouldn't because we didn't need it. We should spend our time focusing on fixing the system that's causing us to need this wall rather than building a stupid wall that's going to cost us so much money anyways. <clears throat> but um, in the end, we all agreed that we should simply nuke Mexico. Wow, that is a very surprising turn of events. How come they were against the wall? Uh, I was. Oh, you were well, against I'm the wall? not against the wall. I honestly have no opinion. I didn't care one way or the other, and since nobody else had picked um, to be against the wall, I decided to play devil's advocate. You know who has a wall? Who? China. That's true. Have you ever seen any Mexicans in China? <laughs> I have not. Walls work. Well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's terrible. Have you ever seen a Canadian in China? Walls work. <laughs> <laughs> well, only against the Mongolians, and we don't have any of those anymore. At least not in the U.S. What are you talking about? There's a whole country called Mongolia. <laughs> not in the U.S. Oh my goodness. Terrible. That's fine. What am I raising? Too. Do you know how many... We, you know... Mutual destruction. You know, every, every country has enough nukes to wipe out, like, a lot. And so none of us are going to start a nuclear war. So I think we should go back to not having nukes so we can level the playing field and I'll just fight it out for whatever. Oh my goodness. Alright, so the nukes thing. It's not the big countries with nukes you have to worry about because they have mutually assured destruction, right? There's yes. enough nukes to wipe them out 20 times over. It's North Korea. It's the smaller countries or the terrorist organizations that get their hand on a nuke and decide, now's the time to, you know, nuke a small city just to make a point. Those are the ones you gotta worry about because the countries, they're really there's no, like, first strike capability anymore. Even with the hypersonic missiles, it's not going to happen. I mean, yeah, what if we... What if we figured out a way to cloak our missiles? And then we just flew helicopters over and just dropped them. Let gravity do the work. So, what you're referring to is... Do you remember the movie G.I. Joe Retaliation? I do not. Oh. Alright, here's a quick plot summary. The whole first movie was just to get spoiler Zartan... Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. It was just to get Zartan as the United States president. The whole second movie is wiping out G.I. Joe and them, them having to stop a plot where Cobra takes over the world. They use something called the Rods of God. And this was huh. a this was a, an actual DARPA idea where... God's would, Rod. Rods of God. God's Rod. That just sounds pornographic. <laughs> they dropped God's Rod on you. That was a bad day. No. So basically where they take these giant tungsten rods in space and they just drop them over the oh. city they want to destroy and they're so heavy and with the velocity coming through space that when they hit the city, just the kinetic energy alone would destroy the entire city without any radiation, no nuclear weapons. That's the rods of God yeah, theory. That's, that's smart, honestly. It's pretty cool too. But my thought is that um, you'd have to be able to first calculate how much, which I'm sure you can do. I'm not going to do it because um, I don't have Google right now, but you'd have to understand how much friction you're putting on the tungsten rods to make sure that it's not giving off, giving off enough heat to um, potentially melt them. In which case you have big 
just sludge puddles of tungsten. Imagine that would actually be a more devastating weapon when you think about it. Imagine if you if you melt Raining tungsten, molten tux, tungsten on the city. Yeah, because especially <laughs> we don't have anything capable of remelting it. It's just there forever or until we move it somewhere else, which it would be pretty heavy. We don't have a way of melting it. Tungsten is prob is really hard to break. So, so that reminds me of the old days when. At the top of the castle walls, they had the giant vats of boiling oil, and they just pour them on the soldiers trying to scale the wall. Yeah, and then yeah, that's that sounds like that's that's a great idea. Honestly, I think I think they should um do that from space. From space. From space. Well, I kind of liked your idea of taking away all nuclear weapons and having a level playing field, but not necessarily just to go to war, because I don't see a point in like, yeah. mass killing. There's no point in. Hey, here's the problem. I mean, it, and I'm going to say something, and I'm going to preface it with. I have the utmost respect for anybody who has served our country in the military and the sacrifices they have made um, in regards to themselves and their families to protect this country. That being said, I find it extremely disgusting that you have these wealthy politicians who can declare war on another country, sending our 18, 19, and 20-year-old kids to go die on a battlefield while they sit back here in America drinking their scotch, making a crap load of money. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it, it's interesting that these politicians um, are able to send like young people, like people that have their whole lives ahead of them, into a war just because they were angry with what another old guy did. Right? You want to make it fair? We should just send the old politicians into an arena. Yeah. You know, like... Politician. You know, we've had YouTubers versus TikTokers. Let's have politician boxing. Exactly. And that's how we settle all of our fights in the future. Yeah. All right. Today, we've got Xi Jinping going up against Joe Biden for the trade rights between China and the U.S. Oh, roundhouse kicks by Xi Jinping and Biden is down. China wins the trade war. It is yeah. so much more fun. And how much money would That'd we be, make on yeah. pay-per-view? We wouldn't even need to tax people anymore. True. Well. Nope. No taxes. No taxes? Nope. Why do they tax us anyways? Money's made. We went through this before. We were talking if about we, making we our print, own country. Yeah. Money is not backed by anything. It's There's not. There's no actual value to it. It's made up. Yeah. Well, that was my theory was that if they're going to tax us, what are we going to do? Get the government a chicken? If they want to eat. <laughs> One uh, chicken for all of you representatives at Congress. Enjoy. I think I think what should really happen is we should um we should have oh, you know what would be even better? Each country has a champion, right? And then the our scientists can outfit this champion with the best weaponry. Like no no guns or um only blades. And like, you know, blades, vests, anything like that. And then they just fight to the death. All right. In the next segment, we're going to continue on this idea. Probably. No, we're going to. Okay. Would you like to know why we're going to? Why is that? Simply because that is the plot of a movie that I almost showed you. A really terrible 19... I want to say circa 1998, maybe? Maybe 93. I don't know. It's, it's a very old movie. Anyways, that is the plot of the movie Robot Jocks. We'll talk about that in a minute. Have you ever just wanted to get away from everything? 
New from the makers of the COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson comes unalive. Even you can escape this world. One injection will take care of all of your problems. Find it at a pharmacy today. All right, we are back. So, Robot Jocks. This was a movie um, which actually is, is your basic idea. Each country had a champion, but that champion piloted a like 60 story tall robot outfitted with high tech weapons. And they had an arena and all the different citizens would show up and cheer on their country's robot to solve disputes in the world so that there was no more war. And so that whole movie is basically what you just described where you have a champion, they go and duke it out with the other country's champion and then the winner it's, it's who settles the actual dispute. So I thought that was actually pretty funny that you brought that up. That's a great idea and I'm not biased. <laughs> and you're not biased. Why would you be biased over robots? I mean, wow. we know Japan will win every argument, right? True. They're actually building a giant Gundam that can walk. So we're, well, we're, we're done. Su- well, to be fair, you ever heard of a Bagger 388? No. It's a massive... I talked about this before, actually. I demanded Putin to buy one for me. Um, oh, yeah, you did. I also demanded it from... Jinping? Xi Jinping. That's what I meant. Um, I'm going to cut that, right? Because I do want my machine. <laughs> well, um, but it's it's a giant German strip mining machine with a 70-foot spinning saw blade. So that's your weapon of choice to solve all world disputes is a 70-foot spinning saw blade. Yeah, and the thing is um, like 207 yards long and taller than the Statue of Liberty. Wow, okay. It's a yeah. massive machine. Our robot should look like the Statue of Liberty because that would just add irony to the whole war. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> what would China's be? Uh, a giant panda bear. <laughs> Australia? Just a big spider? Oh, kangaroo. Don't be a jerk. An escaped felon. <laughs> Oh, there An escaped felon. I mean, originally, I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm never going to Australia because if people were being forced to go to Australia as punishment, why would I inflict that upon myself willingly? Just because everything in Australia is actually actively trying to kill you doesn't mean it's a bad place. It's just misunderstood. You know, I thought that about a person once. That's how I lost this here arm. <laughs> I was wondering what happened. Yeah. No, I have both arms. Do you? No. Do you really? Yeah, I got my medal yesterday. Hey, uh, shout out to uh, Vladimir Putin. We understand that people in your inner circle have come down with COVID and you are currently isolating. We actually hope that you do not get it because we actually like you. So yeah. please be and healthy, you stay money. healthy. You're awesome. Buy me an oil rig. I mean, you need to buy hold of an oil rig. Sorry, buddy. Preferably in Siberia. In Siberia, I'm good. Where do you think the oil is now? I also want a Bagger 388. I'm saying this wrong. Yeah, if you're saying it wrong, it's gonna be very embarrassing when Jinping's like googling it for you and he's like, "What is he talking about? Send the ninjas!" And then you're dead. You know, maybe every country here. Hot take. Maybe every country has ninjas, and we only know about China's ninjas, or Japan's ninjas, because they're so bad at being ninjas. <laughs> wow. 
they just they have the worst ninjas because every country has ninjas. We just don't know about those. I am never walking near shadows again. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, why? It's like every podcast. Your goal is to get us killed in some country or yeah. culture or Lots just something. Yeah. It's getting closer, I think. The more people who listen to this thing, by the way, everybody who has got us to 90 listens, I know that's small in the real world of things, and it's only like 15 to 20 listens per podcast, but you know what? It makes us smile. That's why we keep doing this. So we're going to try to keep making you laugh, especially the guy in Germany. Oh, your boy! I think there's multiple people in Germany now. I mean, there's always been more than one person in Germany, think, but multiple people that listen. I think there's only that one guy views, the other two are normal. Yeah, I think two listen in Germany, and then the person yeah. in Hungary just stumbled on us on accident and was like, I'm, <laughs> this. I'm trying to learn English. That's my bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, we should do an entire podcast to help people learn how to speak English. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, when you're trying this to... This is how you say welfare check. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, we'd have to do it in a different language, so we'd have to make like a bunch of different episodes in different languages. I don't have the patience for that. Me neither. That's all. This, this is how you say hello. Fuck you. Uh-oh, we're not going to be cussing. Well, I Because just in case fuck. your mom actually ever hears this, you know... Which one? Divorces male, are... Male, divorces, male. divorces are tricky, so I don't want anything to come back where we can't do this anymore, alright? Well... You know... I think there's many, many people. You know, I, you know. You don't know what to talk about, do you? You're just you're trying no, so hard to read. I have a great like, thing. Uh, no, no, uh, I have a good uh, thing to uh, talk about. We're spying on the government, and they don't care. No. So listen, yeah, because listen. The best way. Um, I'm stealing the, stealing this theory off of YouTube, so don't come for me. Or do. And that's kind of been my goal for a while. Anyway. Um, so the best way, if, uh, like, we all know that governments have spies, right? Yeah. Like, spies are a big thing. Yeah. And the well, easiest the, way of- two oldest professions, prostitution and spying. Prostitution's probably younger than spying. I said the two oldest, like, wow. together, because I don't know which came first. Or maybe it was prostitution and spying was one thing. Ooh. Wow. That'd be an interesting way to hide yourself. Anyway, so the easiest, the easiest way to like to communicate would be through radio, right? And you're probably thinking, well, what do you mean anybody with a radio can like, like just tune in and listen? If your spy has a key and knows what to listen for, and you tell him to tune into the station at this time. And maybe it's like the phone number for a giveaway, and they say these numbers that actually mean something to that spy. Then they can dispose of the key, and it's what's I mean, what's weirder? You know, what your problem is with not really paying attention to history. What? It's already been done. Exactly, so, that's my point. So, so we've heard it, which means we're spying on the government, and they don't care. But here's the thing. So, like in World War Two, uh, when we had the French Resistance, you know, in occupied Germany, we had uh, I think it was Radio America or Radio, I think it was Radio America, and it, it would, for the most part, play, you know, um, like jazz music, or not, not jazz, big band music, and the music of the times in the 1940s, um, but then they would always have this little break, and they, they would give keywords like, the rooster crows at dawn, the river flows over, you know, and it was actually codes to the resistance on where an attack was going to go, so... 
Speaking of war, <laughs> I stole your line. Anyway. You did. So, I, so what did I text you the other day that you want to talk about? Well, Russia may or may not have created a vest that could withstand a 50 caliber bullet. Okay, first off, it wasn't a vest. It was an entire like armored uniform that also had, um, I think it had air filters and they could be underwater in it. Water filters too. Yeah, yeah. water filters. Radio and, transmission. Right? And supposedly could withstand a 50 caliber round, which if anybody knows this, According to the Geneva Convention, the Mondeus on the top of the Humvees are not allowed to be shot just at people because it's considered um, crimes against humanity because the carnage is so devastating. Now, we do use 50 caliber rounds and sniper rifles um, for long shots, but those people are hit and die instantly. But when you're just spraying a crowd, that's actually would be considered a war crime. So Russia supposedly made a suit that'll withstand a 50 caliber well, here's a thought. If they made a suit that can withstand a 50 caliber round, they're, these are, of course, very expensive suits, probably close to a million dollars for one, and um, they're either planning to not get sniped, like, they're trying to, like, transport something, they have some guys in those suits, or they're planning to break the Geneva Convention, is another thought. What if they're preparing for what they're going to do? in case we go back. No, they probably are. I mean, we're basically in another arms race now with Russia and China right now. But um, here, here's the thing. We're probably is, failing. But here's the thing. Is, yeah, maybe those suits cost a million dollars if you have a company making them. But if you have slave labor, which I don't oh, think yeah. Russia or China has any issue with, I think that brings the cost down. You know, there are more slaves as of now than there have been ever in the history of the world. Hey, you told me that the other day. Now, where did you get that data? Um, because did you know that 75% uh, of statistics are made up on the spot? Yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but either way, it's interesting. I know that there's a lot of I know that there's all the underground stuff, like where we live, they're always worrying about trafficking people and, and all that kind of weirdness and the sex slave trade, and plus you got the slavery when it comes to, uh, that's why you have fair trade chocolate, fair trade uh, coffee, and so that slaves yeah. are out there picking the cocoa. Uh, fair trade children. Yeah. So yeah, um, you might not be, I'm not saying that you're wrong, you're probably right, there's 7.8 billion people on this earth, so I can see why that would be totally a plausible number compared to, you know, 2,000 years ago when there was like you know, a quarter of the people on the planet, if that, so I can see why that, that's probably a true fact, I was just curious on where you read it. Well, you know, I have a friend, uh, back to this arms race thing, I have a friend who was telling me that his dad um, used to work back down at Area 51, like, a uh, good number of years ago. Um, I, know I guess they don't keep the aliens there, you know that, right? Oh, I know. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I didn't think I that they did. <laughs> um, right, Patterson Air Force Base is where the Roswell crash and alien bodies went? Well, um... Basically, because he was from Las Vegas, okay. um, or around there, so he basically he was telling me that his dad had come home one day telling me, like, and he looked really confused. They were talking, and he says that basically, according to his dad, they have like ships up, they have like airplanes up there that like, you you wouldn't even dream of, like you couldn't think that they, those things type of things would exist, and they had the technology to do these things that he didn't think should be possible. Like, period. Where do you think they got that technology? 
reverse engineering yeah. the UFOs. No, that's actually really interesting because they were saying that you know they were they were having a debate on these UFO sightings. You know, how many times is it really you know black projects, you know, the super top secret projects that we're seeing fly by? But then there's other ones where they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> so well, and how many do you think there's some guy where he's like watching the news at this government top secret agency and they're all. He's all, yup, Channel 5, they think we have aliens again. Boss is all, well done, guys. Well done. Right. One of the interesting things, it's so funny that you brought this up, because last night I was listening to my second favorite podcast, which I'm going to drop the name because I like them, and you guys should check them out. It's Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis. They were actually talking about UFOs yesterday, and uh, they were talking about... Um, Oh, I just lost my train of thought because I wanted to give a plug to my favorite you know, podcast. If this Clyde Lewis guy isn't paying us, I yeah, refuse no, I to speak. Have, but I like, <laughs> no, he's really good. He, he's on top of things. But no, it's interesting with the with the UFO ideas. Oh, I remember what it was. It's that it's not Area 51 or the military that actually has all the UFOs. On. No. It, it's the aerospace. It's Boeing. Yeah. It's Lockheed Skunk Works. They're the ones who are hiding it all. And you think maybe we have, you know how we have private contractors to build and operate prisons, right? Right. What if we had private companies to build and operate alien spaceships? Well, that's, that's the aerospace industry. That's uh, Boeing, that's McDonnell Douglas, Lockheed. And, and that's what they were talking about is, is that's actually where all the secret stuff's being kept because they're the ones reverse engineering it, making our spaceships better. Or making our spaceships. Rush is all. Look, look at us. We have a, a, a suit that can withstand a 50 caliber round. We're all, yeah. Look at us. We can laser beam your freaking country now, so. Yeah, right. We have lasers. Can it, can it withstand a 20 gigawatt laser? Good luck to you. Anyway, so that is it for tonight. We want to thank our two German listeners, our one Hungarian listener, our nine American listeners. One of the German listeners is a viewer. Oh, sorry. Viewer. And uh, I think you said there was somebody from South Africa listening to us or Africa. Something like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Putin. Thanks. Uh, We always got to thank Putin. If you want to send us some Bitcoin for our podcast, we'd appreciate it. Same thing with you. Yeah. If you send us like even one, I'm just gonna quit. Do this. And Macron, seriously, if it wasn't for us, we'd still be speaking German. So this is Glitter in the Skies for a Wednesday night, September 22nd. We hope to have another podcast out next week. Until then, this is Big H and Bearded Menace saying, "Good night, children of the damned. Good night, children."